Welcome to Business Scale Insights with Kimberly Marie Bonner. Listen for commentary, interviews, and information on how to grow your business. For all the details, contact BusinessScaleInsightsNetwork.com. So, Empire Builders, are you ready? Here's Kimberly Marie Bonner. Hello, and welcome everyone to the Business Scale Insights. Uh, radio show and also podcast. I am the host, Kimberly Marie Bonner, and I'm so excited to continue our series on parenting and uh, child-focused businesses and services as we get ready for the whole back-to-school season. I can't believe it that it's already August. It's like, you know, you blink and the half the more than half the year is gone. But anyway, since this is that time of year, I thought it would be appropriate to invite some friends and some colleagues uh, onto the broadcast to help our parents out there because there's so many really talented people out there providing services, providing businesses for parents and children. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't know about those services. So um, that's the main reason for me having this series in August and also into uh, September. One of my dear friends that I have on the, the show today is Dr. Deborah Tillman. Dr. Deborah, say hello to the listening audience real quick. Hi, everybody. I'm so excited to be here, Kim. Oh, thank you for having me. I am so incredibly excited to have you because I think so many people um, will be introduced to you and some reintroduced to you because you are a powerhouse yourself. Some of you might be thinking in your the back of your mind, Dr. Deborah Tillman, Dr. Deb, how that name kind of sounds familiar. And you might have heard of her because she was actually on Lifetime Television's America's Super Nanny for, for a period of time. But before I go into that, I want to tell you a little bit more about her, her resume, as it were, because it's very impressive. Uh, Deborah Tillman is a consultant, speaker, author, founder of Happy Home Christian Leadership Academy for Early Learners and America's Super Nanny on Lifetime Television. She's been labeled a force for good by the Washington Post, and she obviously, based upon what she's been doing, has a deep passion for kids. Her career um, in this area began over 25 years ago when she became frustrated with the lack of quality child care her son was receiving. And as a result, quit her lucrative job in accounting and started her own successful child care center in 1994. Dr. Deborah holds a master's degree in early childhood special education from George Washington University and a doctorate in education from the Richmond Virginia Seminary. She also has studied at Oxford University, uh, Magdalen College in England, and among her many accomplishments, Deborah has been a recurring parenting expert on The Harry Show, the Steve Harvey Daytime Talk Show. She's also been on The View, The Today Show, The Katie Show, 
Wendy Williams, Great Day Washington, and CNN, just to name a, a few. And in 2018, Dr. Deborah was asked to join the faculty of the number one leadership expert, John Maxwell team to create parenting and family content all over the world. That is such, I'm, I'm just like exhausted just reading your resume. <laughs> just, I gotta Aww. take a sip of coffee after that. Lady, you, you are making a powerful impact and I love, I, I love surrounding myself with people like you because you are an action-oriented person and um, I love people who take a problem, right? Mm -hmm. And they come up with a solution, but they don't just come up with a solution for themselves, right? That's right. They share it with the world. So I, I kind of scratched the surface on your, obviously your professional background, your personal background, um, and a little bit of your story. But yours, I've heard your story in person. Mm -hmm. I've heard your story about your son. But you tell it better than anybody. So I want to give you the floor. I want all these listeners to perk up, turn the volume up in your car. You know, when it's on the podcast, turn this up on whatever device you're listening to, because this is a wonderful story. And I know it's going to connect with a lot of parents right now. Thank you so much, Kim. I totally appreciate uh, really the the, the fact that you even are reading the resume, I hate when people read the resume, um, because it really does not tell you um, the story in terms of, you know, God, because really that's, it's a God story. It really is. Um, I, years ago, never wanted to be a teacher. I'm originally from East Orange, New Jersey. And so for all of you Jersey people out there, <laughs> shout out to you. Um, there are a ton of them in South Florida. So oh, they'll be awesome. like, yes, I love this lady already. I love her. And I um, grew up with two sisters. So I was the middle child, um, which was interesting. And that's a whole nother story. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, so I, I, I always babysat when I was young, you know, from 12 years old. I was like the town crier, like the babysitter for, for the town in the city. Everybody kind of liked me hanging out with their children. And so I never really, you know, connected the dots until until I got married, until I had the son um, Zeppelin. And um, I never wanted to be a teacher. I'll tell you that. That was the truth. That's the honest to God truth. My mother was a special education teacher for 30 years. <laughs> and I watched her, Kim. I watched her toil over papers. I watched her have, you know, parent teacher conferences and she'd come home and say, nobody showed up. And I was like, oh, that is a dead end job. I, I will never I, do that. I saw the oh, same my. thing. <laughs> I saw the same exact thing growing up. I, I feel your pain. I feel yes. your pain. So you say never say never, right? Because we make plans, but God has the purpose. And so, yeah, 25 years later, I found myself, um, yes, looking for quality child care. And we thought we had interviewed a lot of people, had to go back to work in like eight weeks. So he was very young and um, was very happy in my accounting job. I was the staff accountant, the youngest one they had ever had in an engineering company, making six figures. Like, I just was living a life. Until, yeah, until we got to those child care centers. So the first one, and I won't bore you with all seven, but <laughs> the first one, I dropped him <laughs> off at like 8 o'clock in the morning, came back four hours later, Kim. He has on his coat in a car seat, the same car seat I dropped him off with, sweating profusely. And I could not believe it. I was like, okay, so uh, I'm taking you out. So that's the thing about me. 
soon as I found out something, I would take them out. That's why it was seven in three months. So I went to the, you know, the next one we interviewed, you know, it was a school that time that he was given the wrong breast milk. So just all kinds of craziness was happening to me. The next one was a provider where he was three months old and they were giving him cereal at three months old talking about he needs cereal. So I'm like, what is happening? And I kept saying to God, why, you know, why me? Why me? Why is this happening to me? And I know most of your listeners out there, like, I hope you can resonate. Like, why me? Um, and I would not hear a thing. God would not talk back to me when I was saying why me but the seven after many yeah yeah the seven <laughs> it took you know seven. the number of completions it took you know? seven the it took seven. seven I um walk into a back room by this time um I'm nervous. My heart is beating. I'm like, oh, my God, where's my son? Where's my son? The lady's out in the hallway talking to somebody else. And I'm like, okay, she's not even watching my son. So I'm like going to all these rooms, this dark room. He, no, he's not in there. No, he's not in there. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm hyperventilating, okay? I can't imagine. I get to one room. I open the door, Kim, and he's in a bassinet in the corner. He has a bottle in his mouth. Oh, my gosh. The wall is holding up the bottle. Oh, my gosh. And he's sucking air. Oh, my gosh. And I like to die. Like, uh, you, I cannot. Every time I tell a story, I'm like, I feel it in my spirit. I can't And imagine. I took my baby. And I don't even know. I left everything there because I really, I tell people when I speak all over the world, I tell them, I say, I could either be in jail right now or talking to you. Thank God I made the decision to just walk away. Okay. I'm telling you because most parents would have seen red. I know my mother would have copped the charge. My mother would have copped the charge. I'm just telling you the truth. Okay. But keep going. So I take my baby. I go up to an apartment where we, because we were still living in an apartment. So I go up to my apartment. I think I left everything there, and I put him down, and literally I just fell to my knees. I fell to my knees and said, okay, I get it now. Like, I surrender. What is it you want me to do? Mm. And I heard seven still small words. I want you to do it better. And I quit my job the next day. Are you serious? I didn't kid you not. In my spirit, I heard it very clear. And I tell everybody, I I want you to do it better. I literally heard that. You're giving me goosebumps, Deborah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was wow. real. And so I quit my job. My husband's like, uh, you know we gotta pay rent like next <laughs> month. I'm like, uh, yeah, but God said quit my job. So I mean, I'm not telling all of you out there to quit your job because you know I say, hear it from the Lord. Um, because he's got us. He's got us. And so I quit my job and uh, did not give them. That was the only job I have never given a two-week notice. They were pretty pretty happy because they saw how unhappy I was. So they were like, okay, no, we get it. You know, you got to go. And um, I called in my mother-in-law from Florida. We flew her up from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Oh, my gosh. I yes, didn't know did. she's from Fort Lauderdale. Okay. My, yeah, my husband is. And we flew her up from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And she watched Zeppelin while I took a half an hour. It, it was crazy. It was literally a half an hour course for a week that wound up being a half an hour the first day and then maybe two or three hours the next few days. But it was a week course in becoming a family child care provider. And then I said, well, now wonder there's so many problems out here. Like the training is so short. So I became a family child care provider and started watching children in my apartment. Now, remind, say that again. How long was the, the training? A week. No. Literally a week. No. Yes. No. Unbelievable. <laughs> oh, you got to be kidding me. It took me a week. 
It takes probably longer to train somebody to be a public sub cashier. Thank you. So it's gotten better over the years. You know, it's been 25 years, so they've gotten better. But that's what it was back then. And so I became a family child care provider. My first child, obviously, was Zeppelin. And uh, his best friend, Jordan Chamberlain, who's now a doctor. So shout out to Jordan out there. Um, But, yeah, I watch children. but, But because God gave me the vision, Kim, I set up my apartment like it was a school. So there was no TV on, like literally they had a schedule. I was making lunch for them. I did my curriculum. So in the downtime when they were napping, I would create a parent handbook, and I'd only have one parent. But literally the handbook (laughs) would be like 15 pages. I created an employee handbook with no employees. I love it. So I was already seeing the school. I had no idea how it would come, but I just saw the school. Honestly, I wish every one of my clients was like that because (laughs) you have to have that vision and you have to have that expectation. We're going to have to go to a break. But when we come back from the break, I want you to continue to talk about really the genesis of the school and how it expanded over time. Okay. Okay, All right. good. Kimberly Marie Bonner helps millions make millions on Business Scale Insights Thursdays at 12.30 p.m. on WSBR. Business Scale Insights helps your business move from startup to scale-up and is sponsored by New Day Consulting Systems. New Day Consulting Systems can help turn your business into a franchise and scale it globally. Interested? Go to their website, NewDayConsultingSystems.com. And don't forget to tune in Thursdays at 12.30 for Business Scale Insights with Kimberly Marie Bonner. If you already have a proven business model but have concerns about the best way to grow and scale, then you should contact the experts at New Day Consulting Systems. New Day uses innovative techniques to 10 times the impact of your business. Your local business can become a regional, national, or international enterprise. New Day Consulting Systems will show you how. For more information and to get started with New Day, visit the website at NewDayConsultingSystems.com. One word, NewDayConsultingSystems.com. To get your business off the ground and into orbit, contact New Day today. And we are back. Hello, Empire Builders. This is Kimberly Bonner with Business Skill Insights. And I am so excited to have Dr. Deborah Tillman. She is the CEO of Happy Home Christian Leadership. And also, many of you might know her as America's Super Nanny. And she was just telling us, really sharing the story of how she kind of got started in the whole child care space and how she started her business. So, Dr. Deborah, I know everybody's kind of waited with bated breath for the rest of the story. So, continue, please. Sure. So, I'm in the home and I'm setting it up like what God told me the vision, the school in this little apartment. And 10 months in, I get a call from the general manager of the buildings that we're in. And literally, he says, Listen, you're Deborah. I said, Yes, you called me. And then he said, <laughs> <laughs> You called me. I don't know you. And he says, I heard that you are running your, um, and so I'm, as he's talking, I'm like, okay, did I do something wrong? Did I commit a violation? He's like, I heard that you're running your daycare center um, in excellence. And so I want to tell you that we have a child care center on property that just went out of business because they lost a child and had to bring in overhead oh helicopters. God. 
And so the lady's wiped out, but all of her equipment is still here. She can't take it with her. You know, she's bankrupt. And I want to know if you would like it. Wow. Yep. That's a confirmation. 5,000 square feet. Yeah. That's a confirmation. Come on. Come on. on. That's a God thing for real. That is a God thing. If you were confused, if you weren't sure, that's like, okay, you're on the right track. Exactly. Wow. Wow, That's amazing. Exactly. So we moved in, um, not, not quite then. That was October of like 1993. And then when I went to look at it, oh my God, my heart broke because I literally was in here and I pulled, it's like taking Legos and pulling them apart with gook, like just nastiness. Mm. And so it literally oh took me six months. I Like I called in family from New Jersey, everybody. I was like, okay, <laughs> yes, I, I, you know, God gave me this school, but we're not moving in until I feel like I could sleep here. Uh. So we did a cleaning. We we did everything. We did a whole renovation job. And um, I opened in March of 1994. <laughs> wow. And now how many uh, centers uh, do you so, have? So we had three at one point. Um, we got the second one. We got nationally accredited, first of all, by the NAEYC because I was really big on, you know, having that quality of excellence. Yes. is not so much the, the number of centers, but really the quality of the center. And so I got the first one in 1994. The second one was in 1998, and a similar story where a lady um, heard that I had a wait list of a year and a half, and she said her mom had cancer, and she wanted to – talk to the church because her center was in a church. She, she was going to talk to the church if I wanted it, which was literally down the street from where I was, to expand. And so that's how I got the second center. And the third center happens you know, kind, of, kind, of, kind of the same way. And so then um, I had three centers, but unbeknownst to me, I get a call from, well, actually an email in 2011 from Lifetime TV. And, uh, yeah. To, to say, you know, Joe Frost has retired and we're looking for a new America su- uh, super nanny. And basically what we want is a homegrown super nanny. She, she was from London, but we want somebody from America. 400 people have tried out. And, what? Uh, we Yes. And we like to know, would you like to try out? Now, this was an email. And we had just gotten home from vacation. And my son was like, Ma, they sent you an email. And I was like, oh, they probably send it to everybody. Just delete it. <laughs> and he's like, uh, yeah, no, Ma, I don't think so because it says dear deborah so i'm like oh, okay 400 folks, 400 folks. i'm like what Dr. in the world deborah, you talk about more confirmation more You're, confirmation you are called Kim. to this that's a i oh my god i've got i've got so many goosebumps right now <laughs> i i need i need some Stop. serious jackets that's crazy <laughs> This is amazing. So, okay. So, 2011, America's Super Nanny, uh, the Lifetime Calls. Yep, Lifetime Calls. And you try out? You literally try out? So, no, they do a Skype thing. And at the time, I didn't even know what Skype was. I was like, Zeppelin, what is Skype? And he's like, oh, my, I got you. So, they put me on a Skype interview. I can't see them. They apparently can see me. And I'm answering all these questions. And they're asking me about, okay, so what would you do in this scenario? What would you do in that? And God, I tell you, when opportunity, when preparation meets opportunity, destiny shows up. And so, you know, I always tell people, I said, you know, I was prepared for that because I had been doing it for my parents for like, you know, how many years in? And so, yeah, they, I did a Skype interview on a Wednesday. They flew me out to California over the weekend 
threw me in a house with a woman that had a plethora of issues and said, okay, here's the cameraman, Deborah. He's going in with you, and I need you to fix her problems, and you only have an hour and a half to do it. Wow. That was, that was the interview. Wow. And how did it, and how, it must have gone very well. You had an hour and a half. Oh, no, it went very well. Because, why? Because I was used to seeing things like that. I mean, you know, I think a lot of times when you go in, parents can't see the forest for the trees because we're so close to the situation. But when you have fresh eyes coming in, it's easier for me to detect, okay, yep, they're not sharing, but this is why. Okay, this one's not potty trained because the mom hasn't asked and it's already been an hour and a half. You know what I mean? And so it's easier for me to see things, you know. So it's not so much that I go in blaming a parent or going in being judgmental. Right. It's more like, okay, we're on the same team. Let me just figure out what's going on, the dynamics of observing first. And then I, it's easy for me to figure it out because why? Because I was running the school for so long. Right. And it was easy for me to detect things. Well, you so. have all of this experience with the school yeah. and also with America's super nanny. And I'm, I know there are a ton of people in the listening audience thinking to themselves the same question. Are there some recurring themes that you've been seeing with parents oh. in the United States over all these years? Like, are there oh, yeah. some kind oh, of yeah, for sure. general issues that you can share with the listening audience of things that they need sure. to be aware of? Sure. I think one of the big takeaways for me, especially when I was doing the show, was the parents kept saying, you know, thinking I'm Mary Poppins, come in, fix my kids, <laughs> fix my kids. My kids are, you know, okay, right, okay, fix your kids. So I went in, and me and Jesus went in, okay. And I went in, and I was like, okay, yeah. This really isn't about your children. This Mm-mm. is really us. Mm. You know? Wow. My, th- this one doesn't respect me. Well, they don't respect you or your husband because they just watched you emasculate your husband in two seconds. You know what I mean? And so I always tell parents, okay, first of all, we got to model the behavior that we want to see in our children. And the modeling thing is real. Children are watching Every single thing from the time that they're two years old all the way up. They're watching how you interact. They're, they're watching you, um, whether or not your identity is the same in front of them Absolutely. as it is, you know, as it is with your friends. So, so, so for an example, say, for example, I saw one parent and they would be like, the best friend would be like Mary. Mary is the best friend, but then Mary would go outside the door and then mom would start talking about Mary. I don't know why she comes over all the time. She, and the child would be like, wait a minute, weren't you just hugging on Mary? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you. I want to stop. I want to stop right here because we have a crisis in America. Yes. And this is this is, this is is a big deal. And I want to really kind of unpack this mm-hmm. because what you are talking about, you know, I had another guest and we were recorded on a similar parenting topic. Mm-hmm. And you were you you were raised by teachers. I was raised by teachers. Right. And for so long, we've put so much emphasis on children and right. their issues and correcting them. But this is what I want the parent. to. I don't want you to feel condemned, but I do want parents to take some responsibility because yeah. I'm so tired of everybody blaming the millennials and everybody blaming these kids and it's always this generation ruined x and this generation ruined. well who raised them thank you who raised yeah. them were they raised in a vacuum no so i say this like a loving sister on the air stop it look in the mirror maybe it's you 
Exactly. <laughs> and maybe you can get help from Dr. Deborah or some of these or 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 Dana Khan who's going to be on the program, but we have to stop the madness, Dr. Yes. Deborah, of blaming yes. these children for behaving the way we raised them. I agree. It's all about owning your part, and that's what I've seen. It's like we have to own up. Like you said, be accountable. Own your part. Who are you in front of your children? That's your identity. Who are you when you're not in front of them? That's your inner character, your integrity. And then what kind of influence are you, you know, that, that you have over your entire family and friends and coworkers? Who are you? Once we figure that out and we are real with ourselves, then our children can actually see the real us. Not these masks oh, my that word. we're parading around. Them. Oh my word! Oh my word! And this fake image of perfection, oh. which is nuts. But I, yeah. we're unfortunately, yeah. I only have two minutes left, and I hate it because oh. the show is so so <laughs> short. Um, what does the future hold for Dr. Deborah Tillman? What what are you, what are your plans for the future? What what's in the works? Yeah, so um, obviously, you know, I love working with children and families and parents and really just making sure that I teach, really teach children, but then on the other flip side of that, teach our parents that it really is about respecting our children, responding to our children, not reacting to them, connecting with them before we correct them, you know, and then loving them and listening to them unconditionally. So what's what what's what's in store for me only god knows right eyes have not seen ears have not heard right but i do um i'm very grateful for the blessings that have been bestowed upon me so i'm on you know the video now facebook all that kind of stuff with Tuesdays with Tillman. So for those parents that are out there share Tuesdays with Tillman cuz i just give you free advice to add value so that we can become the best and highest version of ourselves. And then I am working with the John Maxwell team. I'm so excited about that, that I created parenting and family engagement certification for parents. Love it. Um, Yeah, to go out and really be the hands and the legs and really each one teach one. You know, that's how we get better. So if someone wanted to contact you, get in touch with you because they need help or they want to take your courses, how can they do that? I would just go to my website, so www.debralforlouise.com. Wonderful. Well, I'm incredibly excited, and I know it's back-to-school season, and people are under a lot of pressure, and I really encourage everybody who's listening, go to the website, uh, check her resources out on social media. If you feel like you're weak in this area of parenting, there are far more resources out there now for you than they ever were. Wouldn't you agree, Dr. Deborah? Oh, yes. Hey, like Dr. Maya Angelou says, right, when we know better, we do better. Exactly. Exactly. So I am so excited. Although this isn't technically a real hardcore business episode, it really is about your success as a person. Because if you're not successful as a person, Mm. as a parent, as a mom, as a dad, as a human being, everything else is just is not not even worth it. So anyway, thank you so much, Dr. Deborah. Thank you so much for having me. And here's to your success, everybody. Take care. Bye bye. You have been listening to Business Scale Insights with Kimberly Marie Bonner. 
To get her personal attention to you and your empire, go to businessscaleinsightsnetwork.com. That's businessscaleinsightsnetwork.com. And tune in again next week for more from Kimberly Marie Bonner with Business Scale Insights.